Corner. Not only I teach you how to build an amazing business, but we bring in some of the best business experts to teach you as well with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And if you haven't guessed it from today's intro, today is a guest teacher episode. Today we have Brennan Dunn from WFreelancing.com and Planscope.io. Brennan has a best-selling system on how to double your freelancing rate. And today you will learn from Brennan how to price your services. You know, on the show, we've talked about pricing products, but we need to make sure that we talk about pricing services as well. In today's lesson, Brendan has some amazing ways to price your services and make sure you get what you're worth, and also how to get your clients to think differently about price. It's all about value. I'm going to let Brendan take over. Take it away, Brendan. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Brendan Dunn, and today I'm going to be talking about pricing, specifically about how to price services like consulting. So let's get down to business. To be honest, most people really have no idea how to price themselves. The conventional wisdom on pricing is to either look at what your industry friends charge or to use some sort of like quote unquote rate calculator to come up with a rate. I think those methods on pricing are total BS. They speak nothing at all to the value that you deliver to your clients and customers. So how do you determine what that value is? I have a four-step process that I actually use to sell my own clients which not to toot my own hoard or anything, but my current client rate is upwards of 20,000 a week. And I'm gonna actually share with you right now the exact steps that I use. So step one, follow in the footsteps of Socrates to get into the heads of your leads. No, you haven't just stepped into a philosophy classroom, but I do wanna talk to you about philosophy, the philosophy rather, behind motivation. So let's say that you build websites and somebody comes to you asking for a website. The first thing that you do is listen to the client and hear about all the pages they need, the colors, the functions, or whatever it is that they think that they need. Everybody does this. I do this. You do it too. But in order to be effective and to be a high-value consultant, you need to take things a little, a little further. You need to understand the why behind the project. So the first thing that I do after listening to a client is I ask them to explain to me how the project came into being. I call this identifying the trigger. What made them wake up one morning and decide to pay somebody like me to build them a website? Was it one single event or was it a series of events? And this will lead me to basically the root of the problem. Usually this is something like I don't have enough customers or I just want to relax for once, but my margins are too small. The next thing that I want to do after I come up with that is to identify how painful the problem is. What happens to their business if this problem goes undiagnosed? Maybe that shiny new competitor and their website will run them out into the ground, or maybe they'll struggle to make payroll and might need to let a few people go. So once I've identified and had my prospective client vocalize to me how painful the problem is for them and their business, I next want to know what the cost is. So if the problem isn't solved, how financially painful is it for their business? To be honest, specifics really aren't that important here. What's important is for the client to say aloud that yes, this problem is costing them and their business money. Finally, I have the client tell me what they want tomorrow to look like. So if I had a magic wand that could make their problem magically go away, what would it look like for them and their business? 
Okay, now you should know why they really want this project done. You've now identified the problem behind the project. I actually have a ready-to-go script that you can use just for this, which I'll link you to at the end of this lesson. It's important to realize that your clients don't really want the website or whatever it is you happen to deliver to them. What they really want, and this is really, really what everybody wants in a business-to-business -business transaction is they want a better and a different tomorrow. Step two, identify what I call the project's financial upside. This means you, along with your client, do some back-of-the-napkin calculations about what this tomorrow could do for them financially. You'll use this information to anchor your costs, so it's important to pay close attention to this part. I want to tell you about one of my students and how he sells $15,000-plus websites or dollar WordPress websites to his clients. If you were to go to somebody and say, I'll build you a website for $15,000, they're liable to shop around. Is this the right price? Is it too high? You're presenting a price without contextual anchoring. So here's how this student recently sold a website to a psychiatric care clinic. The first thing that he did after going through and identifying the problem behind the project was to ask them, what's the average value of a patient and a bed for you? And for them, it was about $30,000. Awesome, he said. So how many leads does it take to usually get a new patient? They told him it takes about 10. So we did some basic math. So this means that a lead is worth $3,000 to you. If I can get you one new lead a month, that would make you a minimum of $3,000 each and every month, right? Right, they said. He worked from a place where he has little control over. The value of a customer, in this case, a patient in a bed. He doesn't control that. That's, that's them. That's their numbers. And what he did is he worked towards something that he could influence, like the number of leads that they could generate from their website. So if he could build them a website that would make them at least $36,000 new leads in that very first year alone, how do you think they reacted to his $15,000 quote? It was anchored. It was contextualized. Step three, anchor your cost against that upside. Once you've gone through the exercise of determining what tomorrow could look like for your prospective client and what that means for them financially, the next step is to pitch them on that. As I explained earlier, most of us price in a vacuum, but by anchoring your costs directly to that upside, you're able to associate your price with the value that you'll produce for your client. You'll set yourself up as an investment instead of an expense. But you can actually take this a step further. You can introduce packaging, which doesn't restrict your client into that one quote you offer. By giving them choice, you're doing two things. First, you're making it so that they're competing you versus you rather than you versus somebody else. And second, you're able to make it so that your lowest price offering looks cheap in comparison to your premium offering. This is exactly how companies like Tiffany make an $800 watch look cheap. They put it up against an $8,000 watch. All right, step four, and this is actually the final step of the process, is to come up with the offer. So how do you figure out exactly what to offer your clients? So far, we've mapped out how to figure out what today looks like for their business and what it means financially for their business. We've also looked at tomorrow and figured out what that upside is for fixing their problem. The offer, or what it is you actually deliver to your clients, that is the technical work you do for them or the, the product you deliver, is simply the bridge between today and tomorrow. And there's not one right path of getting there. I want you to imagine for a second that you walk outside and it begins to rain. You're now wet and you're now cold. 
That's the problem. You're wet and you're cold. The solution, or tomorrow in this, or in this example that I've given you so far, is to no longer be wet and to no longer be cold. There are different ways to accomplish this. You could use an umbrella. You could put on a raincoat. You could hold a piece of cardboard over your, ha- your head. Or you could walk into a lodge and sit in front of a roaring fireplace with a cup of tea. These are all different paths or offers that bridge the problem with the solution. And they all get to that solution with different degrees of totality. The lodge is obviously the most complete offering, but it's probably a lot more expensive, comparatively at least, than finding a piece of cardboard. And this is exactly how you should package your offerings. When you know exactly what tomorrow is for your client, you can let them choose how close they get to that ideal tomorrow. The solution that they're hiring you for in the first place. So to sum it all up, you first question your new prospects about the project that they brought to you. You work backwards using Socratic questioning to figure out the problem behind their project. Next, you try to figure out what the financial upside of this problem being solved is. And then you bridge the two together by coming up with different offers and anchoring the costs of each of these offers against that upside. If you can do this, you can escape the gravitational pull of commodity pricing. Your clients won't look at you as a cost, but rather they'll look at you as an investment. And they'll be getting actually a better product from you in the end, because that product you deliver will be a direct response to the, to the problem that's actually hurting their business in the first place. So if you want to learn more about pricing, and specifically how to avoid commodity pricing, and instead price based on the value that you deliver to your clients, I invite you to sign up to my free 12-week course on consulting. It's one email a week and has helped thousands of people learn how to charge more and to get better clients and customers. You can get that course along with the exact script that I use for Socratic questioning over at doubleyourfreelancing.com slash 100MBA. That's doubleyourfreelancing.com slash 100MBA. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you soon. Mind blown. I love the way you show how to price your services, Brennan, how to show your clients what they're actually getting with your actual service, your actual product or whatever you're offering them and leveraging the value you add to the client's business. It's not about the actual work you're providing, but the effect it has on their business. Brilliant. You can thank Brennan for this amazing lesson on Twitter. He's at Brennan Dunn. That's B-R-E-N-N-A-N-D-U-N-N. Guys, if you love this show, we would love for you to drop us an iTunes rating and review. By giving us an iTunes rating and review, you help us rank better on iTunes and get more exposure to more listeners. It takes two minutes, and all you got to do is visit 100mba.net slash show to learn how to drop us a rating and review. If you do, please drop us an email at contact at 100mba.net. We have a gift for you for showing your support. It's our teaching and presenting handbook, a $29 value, a gift for you to say thank you. And of course, you enter the weekly draw to win a free ride to the $100 MBA. Here's a review from Derek Newland, an awesome and informative podcast, five stars. Like many podcast junkies, I tend to subscribe to a lot, but rarely have time to listen to them all. With the easy, digestible 10-minute podcast the $100 MBA show puts out, I never miss an episode. And even in 10 minutes, there is more good information than most podcasts give you in an hour. Thanks, Derek. Really appreciate that review. And thank you all for your support, listening, subscribing to the $100 MBA show. Nicole and I really, really appreciate it. 
If you want to help make The $100 MBA Show a better show, you can complete a short anonymous survey. It will take you no more than five minutes to complete, and listeners who complete the survey will enter an ongoing monthly raffle to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Of course, we promise we would never share or sell your email address, and we won't send you an email unless you win. Please go to podsurvey.com slash MBA. That's podsurvey.com slash MBA to take our survey and get a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Thanks. Guys, I want to leave you with this. Today, Brennan really shifted our minds a bit in terms of thinking about price, thinking about what kind of value you're actually adding to the customer, the actual client. And sometimes it is you got to think differently about things. you got to see things in a different angle in order to get an advantage. So don't be afraid to try something different, something new. You know, if it gets you results without losing your dignity or doing anything harmful, it may seem wild, it might seem crazy, it may seem like nobody's doing this, but that may be your advantage. So think outside the box sometimes and give it a shot. All right, guys, I'll check you in the next episode. Take care.